Hi, I'm Annette Rue, and this is Ruminate on That. Good to be back with you. We are stepping into the final phase of what ended up being a series related to spiritual whiplash. This analogy that God gave me for what happens and how we respond when something completely unexpected and highly interruptive happens in life essentially completely stops everything. This analogy has been so rich. Every time I think I've probably reached the end of the picture, God shows me a little more. I mentioned in the extended stay episode that God showed me you don't go from the gurney straight back to the game. There's another process of recovery, healing, in the restoration journey that involves actually reinvigorating the area that was most injured. And it is not easy. Before you can get back in the fight, you need to train test your abilities, and practice the positions that are going to be required. When you're in resting during recovery, you're in a very vulnerable position. In rest mode, if you're doing it right, you're positioned to receive. Receiving refreshment, comfort, healing, ministry, ultimately just rest. That's what you are postured for. But when you're going to go back to the game or get back in the fight, you're postured very differently. And you can imagine those two physical differences, but the spiritual connection is so similar. It's really powerful. And there are muscles that need to be ready for that change of position, or you will be in a world of hurt again very soon. The instant God showed me that piece of the picture, I realized it was significant. The more time that passes and the more I began to research and ruminate on it, the more God shows me just how significant this phase is. There's no way I can unpack all of this with you, but I do want to share some of the things that I believe will be helpful. There's a verse that is one of my favorites that is from 1 Corinthians 13, which is famously known if you're in the church world as the love chapter. It talks about love. But there's a verse In the middle of this chapter, in verse 12, and in the Passion Translation, I like how it's worded. It reminds me of this process, and I think it's something that's important for us to know as we continue. Paul writes, For now we see but a faint reflection of riddles and mysteries, as though it was reflected in a mirror. But one day we will see face to face. My understanding is incomplete now, but one day I will understand everything just as everything about me has been fully understood. That's important for me because when I'm sharing this journey that I'm on and that many of you are on and the picture that God is using to teach me, I think it's important for you to hear me say that I'm still only seeing a reflection of all this. I'm amazed at the mysteries that God keeps revealing And I keep learning so much, but I still know I'm only scratching the surface. I honestly believe I'll be learning from this for months and years to come. And the limitations of trying to communicate it just don't leave me the space to share everything that I'm learning. The journey to understand will continue. That's why it is so important that you take time 
in a quiet place to ruminate on all of this for yourself. I know that the Holy Spirit will personalize and customize what needs to stick for you. I'm just so grateful that he's asked me to share this journey as I go, and I'm excited about this next piece today. So today we're focusing on rehabilitation. When God showed me that you don't go from the gurney to the game, and there needed to be this in-between phase of rehab or therapy, I just had no idea when I started how impactful it would be. Honestly, it's hard for me to focus on anything as much as just getting back out there to do what I'm wired to do. That is constantly on my mind. Even with that strong desire pulsating inside me, I do realize that when God does open the door for that new season to begin, it's not a destination. It's more like starting a new chapter in the ongoing, incredible story that God is writing. And I think recognizing that is helping me to slow down and notice everything that's happening to me and around me during this season. But believe me, I am still just not very good at the slower pace. It's taking an enormous amount of self-control, grace for myself, and just a determination. I am not going to waste any of this. One more thing before we dive in. There's kind of a sad reality that I also have spent some time ruminating on. I realize now, looking back over the years, that I know a lot of people who experienced some form of spiritual whiplash, and they didn't make it back. I'm not certain what happened with them. There are so many variables and possibilities with that. Maybe it was just too painful, the process. Maybe they just couldn't handle that time of sitting still and waiting. Maybe it just became too much or overwhelming. Maybe it just took too long. I relate to all of that. I think one of the ways that you know when you're in a spiritual recovery, or sometimes I've heard people describe it as the wilderness or a spiritual desert season, those absolutely make sense as well. For me, the recovery is just the picture God's using. And one of the ways that you know you're in that kind of a season is when you have the overwhelming desire to just quit. When I'm feeling the strong urge to just say, forget it and walk away. I've learned that I'm probably in the middle of one of those tests that I dread. I've joked a bunch of times about going to work at Home Depot. I think I could rock the orange apron, honestly. And I've inherited the urge to do home improvement projects from my mom. So that could really work out well, right? Obviously, I'm joking, but there are moments when I just don't know if I want to do it, to do everything that it will take. It's okay to feel like quitting. In fact, sometimes it's been a good indicator for me. I am on the right track and I'm probably about to enter a new phase of growth. Sometimes breakthrough is just around the corner when you get to that place. So I'll visit Home Depot, not as often as I would like for the budget's sake, but I know that I was designed for something else and I can't walk away from that. But I do want to say this, for those that haven't made the journey back, my heart truly goes out to you. I can imagine the pain of that decision and the whirlwind of emotions that accompanied that move. So if you're with me today and you're staying in this for the long haul, we should look at what rehab might be like. For the purpose of this discussion, I just wanted to say a couple things about my research. 
because I am certainly not an expert on this field whatsoever. Just know that I use the terms rehabilitation, physical therapy. They are a little different from what I've researched. Physical therapy is actually one of the areas included under the umbrella of rehab. There are many forms of rehabilitation. So as I talk through this, I might use those terms interchangeably, but I just want you to know there is a difference and I think you'll get what I mean. And then for my friends in the medical field, feel free to reach out with correction when you feel it's needed. Definitely open to that. Again, not an expert. This is just my effort to understand something that God has shown me, a story that he's told me to help me understand and to learn. I look to places like the Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Institute in Texas. The Mayo Clinic is always a great resource. And Harvard School of Medicine had some great information when I was looking up rehabilitation and physical therapy. Physical therapy has a wide variety of benefits. Some of those are in reduced pain, improved function, increased range of motion, proper alignment, and there's more. Of course, the primary goal of physical therapy is restored function and a return to activity. However, and this is a big deal, those things are often a byproduct of the larger rehabilitation process during which many patients learn a whole new way of moving. Ideally, rehab can prevent disability or having surgery from that initial injury. This, my friends, may very well be the tipping point of this journey. As I began to read, it just came alive to me, and I began to make the spiritual connection immediately. And when I say tipping point, if that's a term that's not familiar to you, it's the point when a series of small changes or incidents become significant enough to cause a larger, more important change. I genuinely feel like as I began to research this and study I could see all of the small pieces coming together and recognizing, wow, I think I'm starting to understand at least a glimpse of God's purpose. Restored function and returning to the activity that you had before? Yeah, absolutely. But the larger rehab process is actually potentially about learning a whole new way of moving. That is huge for me. In fact, you may not go back to the way you did things before. What if that is a significant benefit of this whole process? And I want to stop for a minute to remind you, I am not saying that God sends these whiplash moments. I I can't speak to that, to the cause of them with any certainty because it's so different. It could be because of someone else's actions. Absolutely, that can cause it. It could be a pandemic causes these events to occur that no one could have foreseen or controlled. It can be all kinds of things. Honestly, I'm not even sure how much of that matters right now. What I know about God is that he says he will use everything for our good. He didn't say that everything would always be good. He said he would use it for our good. Romans 8.28 is where we find that. It says, we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. In the Passion Translation, that first part, I love how it says it, we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. That shows such intentionality on the part of God that no matter what happens, he promises to use it for a good purpose. I just want us to reflect on that. 
as we think about being restored back to a place of function and activity again. He takes all the pain, the stretching, the struggle, and the frustration, and he's going to mold it into something that will be used for our benefit and for his greater purpose. That's amazing to me. No matter what the cause, God is going to take what happens and how we respond to it and and all of the ripple effects that come from it, and he's going to do something purposeful with it. As we look into physical therapy and rehabilitation, the first element that I recognized was that it's an education. It didn't even have to do with the physical movement and the physical change that was needed. It actually is so important that you grasp the mental change that is needed and how it is affecting you mentally and emotionally. Most patients think they know how to move properly until they start physical therapy. Physical therapists are trained to identify deficiencies in the biomechanics of the body. Often a physical therapist can target specific areas of weakness or improper alignment just by watching how you move. There was a season where Steve and I decided to hire a personal trainer and working out. At that time, we were both um, doing really well with health and eating overall. And we were just in a place where we were like, we know we need to get stronger. We need to get more fit, be lean. But we want to make sure we're doing this properly because you can absolutely injure yourself, hurt yourself, or just not get anywhere if you're not using the proper movement. And so we hired a personal trainer for a season and we went and worked out with him. And just by watching us, he corrected things that were off in our posture and would have led to the results we didn't want. I've never personally been through a process of physical therapy Like after a surgery or an injury, I haven't personally walked through that. And so it required me to really research and read about other people's experiences and about what therapists themselves say. But it did remind me of that time working with a trainer just in watching my form and how I moved my body in order to get the effects that we were wanting. This education piece is really intriguing to me. And here's where it took me. What you were doing before the spiritual whiplash event probably worked. With the knowledge and the strength and the ability that you had in that season, you were most likely very effective. It got the job done. Sometimes when life has been flipped upside down, we start to look back at the time pre-whiplash as if there was something wrong there, that maybe that's why it happened. That just isn't necessarily the case. Sometimes, sure. And one of the benefits of a testing season is that it actually can bring real clarity that you probably weren't able to get before. But make sure that you don't tear down all the old structure in your eagerness to discover what's new, especially when it worked. Most of the time, God wants to build on the old structure. He ordained it. He set it into motion. And you did what you knew to do at that time. And if you tear it all down and diminish its importance, you may be setting yourself back months or even longer of progress. It's just important to acknowledge that just like a therapist who is trained to see those deficiencies, the Holy Spirit has perfect divine perspective to point out areas of weakness or places where alignment is needed as you move forward. 
Is it possible that the spiritual whiplash experience, along with all the difficulty and the pain it caused, exposed some weakness that you may have underestimated or even missed before? Is it possible that it revealed some vulnerability that you may not have otherwise been aware of? And who knows what that lack of awareness could have resulted in? This is definitely something that is looking like it was very probably the case for me. In 2 Corinthians 3, the second half of verse 18, it says, The Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. He makes us more like Him. So that means we will look less like us as we are changed. He will point out the vulnerabilities of our position and show us how to move differently, to move more like Him. Another piece of this is that your rehabilitation is customized. Therapists are specialists who are skilled and educated in effective rehab methods. They blend their knowledge about procedures and movements and rehabilitation with what they identify about your body, which means it is the ultimate customized care. They will look at your movement patterns, your habits, and your limitations, evaluate your rate of healing, and design a program that will help you return to action. That's amazing that it's customized just to you. I love that principle, and I think that it bears out in Scripture. In Ephesians 2.10, where it talks about we are his masterpiece, again, the Passion Translation adds some language to it that really comes alive for me. When he's talking about we are his masterpiece, it says we become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. God doesn't just set out this mold of Jesus for us to work and strive to adapt to. He literally recreates us step by step into the likeness of his son. It takes time. And the steps are different for each of us. His work varies because of how unique we each are. But he knows every pattern, habit, every limitation intimately. They are not a surprise to him. And he will patiently design a process for you to heal and be restored. His work in our lives is completely customized. Rehabilitation is so necessary. That seems like an obvious statement, but I think sometimes we want to opt out. It's important to recognize that you can say no to spiritual rehab. God won't force you. Just like PT, your physician is going to prescribe it and explain how important it is. But if you don't go and submit yourself to the process and be fully in, you won't receive the benefits. In fact, refusal can result in permanent damage and disability. Here's how I see this. Spiritual whiplash is inevitable, and you are going to be changed by it. But how it changes you is highly within your control. Because, see, you'll either submit to recovery that God has ordained, or your refusal 
can lead to some form of disability, spiritually, emotionally, even physically. Either way, you are not coming out of this the same. So you have to choose. I'm choosing to move forward toward restoration, even though this process is way harder than I thought it would be, and sometimes it honestly seems unfair. So if you recall, I mentioned in a previous episode that comfort is not God's top priority for us. Our character is far more important to him. So I guess this comes to a moment of truth for each of us. It is difficult. It takes longer than we often want it to. And it sometimes seems unfair. And it is absolutely our choice to say yes and continue or to say no. God will honor our choice. And he does that because he loves us so deeply. Let's take a little time as we wrap up this episode today. Just think about that for a moment. What is the price of character for you? How far will you go to make sure that it becomes your first priority? Is it the most important thing to you? Or are other things vying for first place in your life? Things like success or comfort or even materialistic possessions, achieving some kind of importance in the eyes of others. What, what is taking the place of the most important for you? Because that may determine whether this rehabilitation process is going to be effective for you, whether you can stay with it for the long haul. It's something I've had to stop and evaluate many times myself. Take a few minutes today, once again, a little self-examination, determining on what is important to you. Do your priorities align with what you think God's might be in this process? Let's take some time to practice ruminating. We'll see you soon. Thank mm-hmm. you.